it's time that I start talking about my brush reduction. Welcome back to The Spiritual Lux Life. And today I want to share a journey that took very long. However, it was worth it. Was worth it. Very worth it. It's very dear to me. And I am so happy that I had went through this journey because this one really taught me not only patience, but just staying committed and not giving up. And that journey is my brush reduction journey. Um, like I said, this journey was super long and, um, I want to help any, I want to help any women that is thinking about getting a breast reduction, um, just big chested, um, and maybe want to consider the reduction. I want to share my journey and hopefully this helps you. So before I get into my actual journey, and this is going to be a two part series because, it's just a lot. Like my journey started in 2016 and I didn't have the surgery until 2021. So it's going to be a lot. I had to break it down into two. Um, this podcast is going to be about the beginning of my journey starting at 2016 all the way up into all the way up to the surgery. In part two, I'm going to talk about the actual surgery and the recovery. So I'm going to do 2021 up until literally now. Um, but before I start the journey, I do want to talk about why I decided to get a reduction because it's not what most people think. Um, to be honest, I didn't have a lot of back pain. I didn't have, um, a lot of discomfort. If anything, it just was, um, as far as physical symptoms, it was the indentations from my bras, obviously on the shoulder, which have tremendously lightened up. Like the indentations are almost non-existent. Um, but my reason for getting this reduction is because men are gross. (laughs) Men are gross and they always make me feel uncomfortable because even at a young age, I have always had big breasts. I want to say, I remember having big breasts in high school. Like the earliest I can think about is ninth grade, ninth grade. And I remember my mom always saying, you know, she dressed me a certain way because my breasts were bigger than normal, bigger than most girls at that age. And she was like, you know, you, she was trying to cover them. But sometimes if you big chested, then, you know, sometimes even covering them can emphasize them. Um, So men have always made me uncomfortable not in a bad way um as far as i hate my body but they always make me feel uncomfortable when it comes to giving me compliments when it comes to just even acknowledging them seeing them like always made me feel uncomfortable and i just want you to know the men that made me feel uncomfortable all the way back into high school from high school y'all are y'all gross (laughs) y'all are gross um but with that being said, it's, I, I cannot stand, like, even now when people, when I tell people, you know, I had a reduction or even the people, um, the men that know me and know I had a reduction, I hate, the one thing I cannot stand them saying is, um, oh my goodness, why would you cut them off? And I, like, I need your, like men, if there is any men listening, which I doubt, the one, I cannot stand it. Don't tell me that um, I should have kept them because at one, one, you don't know the strain that women go through just putting, just having to hold these up. They literally took 
about 15 pounds off of my chest. So imagine not only having the weight of your body, but also having 15 extra pounds on your chest to carry around every day. Um, But two, that's just, I feel like that's so insensitive. I just want men, I wish they would understand that just them being super sexual, sexualizing everything is very uncomfortable. Um, But also, I got it because one, breast cancer runs very heavy on my dad's side of the family. Um, Very heavy, very heavy. Um, But two, I did want to get it for preventative measures. Like, even though I wasn't in discomfort, I wasn't um, have the achy back or anything like that. um, I did not want to get to an age where it starts. If I could, you know, deal with it now, then let me deal with it now so that it don't become a problem in the future. So I did get it for preventative measures. Um, And then on top of that, I just was at the point where it was like, I'm losing weight. Um, I had to buy everything two sizes bigger because I had to accommodate such large um, breasts. So I'm real tight. Like right now I'm an extra large. But if I was to still have these breasts, even though I did lose weight, if I was to still have these breasts, I still would have to buy like a 1X, 2X just to accommodate the breasts because my breasts were so much bigger than the other, the rest of my body. It was so, um, it was not proportionate. So that also, that also played a factor. Now that we got that out the way, let's go into the actual start of the journey. So my journey started in 2016. That was the first time that I was like, you know what? Let me start looking into breast reduction. Even though my um, PCP at the time have all like he always asked me do, you know, he always asked me do my breasts um, hurt my back? Um, Are they hurting my shoulders? You know, he always asked me questions like that. And at that time I was saying no. But um I finally was starting to think, you know what, breast reduction could be something. So then I did start, you know, complaining um, about it hurting my shoulders, hurting my neck, hurting my um, my back, um, you know, things like that. So I did start eventually complaining about it. Um, and that's that's so important. If you are really wanting to have a reduction, start complaining start complaining my back hurt my chest hurt my neck hurt I get headaches um I get migraines you know um I have indentations in my shoulders you know um my you know start complaining you have to have that documentation especially if you are considering going through your um insurance which I did do I went through my insurance but my insurance made it hell to approve me I told you I started this journey in 2016. I didn't get approved until 2021. And even in 2021, I was still getting denied. So if you plan on going through your insurance, um, prepare to wait. Not saying that you all have to, but you're going to have to have patience. Um, But yes, documentation is big. Make sure you are starting to document. Um, 2016 was when I actually had my first ever consultations, first of many. Um, This doctor that I went to, I'm so happy that um, they, I'm so happy 
that I was denied multiple times because the doctor that I ended up going with, um, what, he did such a phenomenal job. And I really do think my ancestors just kept denying, 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 not only to teach me patience and consistency um, and to commit to something, but also because they was waiting for me to find the right doctor that they trust to do the surgery for me. So I was denied multiple times. <laughs> but the first consultation, um, really almost any consultation that you are going to have with um your brush reduction is they're going to come in they're going to ask you you know what hurts on you why do you want one what size are you um and what size do you want to go down to um also they are going to take pictures of your chest um with your bra off so yes you are going to have your bra off um because they want to see how far how you know how much does it um do the do the breast hang down um are you going to need a lift because some people don't even need a lift they just need a reduction i actually got a reduction and a breast lift majority of the time you are going to get a breast lift but i know some girlies that just ended up getting a reduction and not getting the breast lift um mines were just way too big for them not to lift anything <laughs> so um um just to prepare that for your consultation um after the consultation you know you can dress he comes um he or she comes back into the um into the office and then that's when you talk about you know what size would you go down to um they give you the risk what surgery they think would be best they give you the risk of it and all that you go you go through all that on your first um, consultation or whenever you go through any consultation um also I did do therapy um therapy played I'm telling you therapy played a big factor in me getting um approved and I also did chiropractor so I've been seeing a I actually been seeing a chiropractor since um I turned 21, um, which was a few years prior to me going to my first consultation in 2016. So, um, yes, the chiropractor also played a huge part in me getting approved as well. So between 2016 and 2020, I just kept literally getting denied, 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 <laughs> denied, denied, denied. Um, and finally, um, on the last consultation, because I noticed that the first couple of consultations, they would just tell me that I was denied, but they would not tell me why the insurance denied it. Finally, um, when I got the last concert, last denial in 2020, um, it's not my last one, but that last one in 2020, I asked like, why are they denying me? You know, cause they called me and was like, you know, they denied it. Um, we can appeal, but I'm like, well, why are they denying me? And it was like, well, there's not enough documentation. Um, also they feel as though you should lose some weight, um, things like that, which they will tell you if you are, over, if you are overweight, um, or heavier, they will tell you that you need to lose so-and-so amount of pounds. Um, at that time, they told me I needed to lose 50. So 2020 was actually the, that jumpstart my weight loss journey, which I'm going to have a whole separate um, episode on my weight loss journey. But my weight loss journey was actually started because I wanted to get a breast reduction, not because I hated my body, not because I wanted to, you know, just change, change this, this and this. It actually was because I wanted to get a breast reduction and my insurance company would not pay for it if I did not show them that I could lose 50 pounds, um, which I'm happy that they did that. Um, so because that, that, you know, that not only did I get to lose weight, I lost a hundred plus pounds and I'm still on this journey, but also it made me change my relationship with food and just change my lifestyle in general. But like I said, whole nother episode for that. Um, now 2020 kicked off the weight loss journey. So I started losing the weight, started, you know, 2021, 
um, I decided to do a consultation, I definitely did my research this time around. Um, this time around, I knew for sure I wanted to see if I could find a black doctor. I wanted to make sure that this doctor is going to fight for me. Um, and I ended up finding a black doctor, which I'm so happy. And the answer, I asked my answer, I said, you know, please, as I'm looking through these plastic surgeons, please, 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 please show me who do I need to go to? And he literally was the only black doctor in this area, in this area. Um, and his work was phenomenal because he has some pictures on his um, on his website work was phenomenal i'm so happy that they showed them if you live in pennsylvania specifically delaware county or the surrounding areas dr sean wright at riddle hospital fabulous work he did my breast reduction fabulous work um so finally um by the time i went to go see him i did i was over I had lost over the 50 pounds that the insurance company um, asked me to do. Um, I also was working with a nutritionist at that time. Um, I was still seeing a chiropractor. Um, therapy, I was already done, but I still was complaining to my doctor. Like even then, my doctor was actually the one that recommended because I did ask, finally ask him. I was like, why would I not ask my PCP? Hey, do you know somebody that does amazing work? Because I do, I'm still taking this breast reduction serious. And he was like, yeah, Dr. Sean Wright. And I was just like, thank you, you know, <laughs> finally looked him up. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah, like my doctor knew because um, they used to work together. Um, so finally went to go see him, went through the whole consultation, you know, everything. Um, and he was the one that actually like he was just Dr. Sean Wright, like, if you just so happen to hear this, like, thank you so much. Because he don't realize how much he changed my life. Not only was he patient with me and hearing my concern, just because we know as a black woman, um, we don't have the best track record track record when it comes to um, medical history. When it comes to history um, between black women and the medical field, we know we know how deep and dark that is. So the fact that I did find this black doctor, he did take my concerns. Um, he did take them and make them important. He made me feel comfortable and he explained everything without me having to ask. Um, he basically was like, you know, went through the consultation. He was thinking that we're going to have an FNG, which is a free nipple graph. I am going to explain that in this part two. And he um, was like, you know, you, I don't know, you may get denied, but if you do, me and my team going to fight. We going to get you, I promise you, by the end of this year, you going to have your reduction. He told me that in August. In September, um, I did get the denial letter. I did get denied in September. They did deny me, even though I had a letter of recommendation from my PCP, my um, primary primary care doctor, even though I had a letter of recommendation from him, the surgeon, even though I had a letter of recommendation from my chiropractor, even though I had a letter of recommendation um, from the therapy um, that I went to, I had all these letter of recommendations and they still denied me. And I, and on top of that, I lost the weight and they still denied me. And his offer was like, there's no way, there's no, there's no way. 
put the appeal in. We put the appeal in. I put the appeal in in September right after I got denied. And actually, they put that in. I just told them, you know, hey, I do want to appeal it because I'm this is ridiculous. So they actually did the um, work for me. They went and was like, um, what is the name of your chiropractor what is the name you know I'm gonna get the letter of recommendation from your doctor you know they actually gathered everything for me I didn't have to do any of that but give them the consent to do it and um a day before my uh, my hearing because you do have a hearing and it was supposed to be a zoom meeting um me and the board of whoever was going to whoever denied me the appeal board um the day before the uh, the hearing I got approved Literally the day before the hearing, I got approved and that was like the best feeling in my life. The doctor office called me and was like, hey, you got approved. I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy because, you know, I'm supposed to be hearing tomorrow. And it was like, yeah, you got approved. Um, do you mind coming in for your pre-op, which is the, um, the visit that you get to get you prepared for surgery? And I was like, you know what, guys, um, I can come in whenever you need me to come in. Um, and it's so funny because the universe tried me. Um, I ended up catching I ended up catching COVID as well. So they had to push my pre-op um, back about a week or two. I remember them telling me, you you know, I had to start, I had the date to go and do the pre-op. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't come in. I have COVID. And they was like, that's fine. We're going to give it another week. We're going to come in. I ended up coming in um, mid-October and did the pre-op. Um, which is the pre-op, you know, they re-look at everything, ask you, um, are you allergic, you know, all the stuff that they do before surgery, are you allergic to this, have you, um, how is the anesthesia, you know, all that other stuff, and then you schedule your date, and I was like, what's the earliest I can get, they was like, we can get you in in two weeks, October 20, like, at that time, it was like October 12th or something like that, and they was like, we can do you October 29th, (laughs) I was like, let's go. (laughs) I was like, let's go. So, um, October 29th with me having COVID. Um, and on top of that, y'all, not only was I recovering from COVID, um, I also ended up catching an ear infection, um, a week prior to my, um, going in for my pre-op, um, physical. I ended up catching a ear infection you, you the universe was like do you how much do you really want this surgery um so I ended up recovering from um the surgery and I had to do that holistically like because you cannot have certain type of drugs in your system before you go to surgery baby I holistically healed my ear infection um and so the week of the surgery that Monday I went in um for the pre-surgery uh, physical which you know they check the blood pressure they ask are you in on any medication they take your blood work all that stuff um and then basically I had to wait a few days to get the time to come in um so I had did the pre-physical that Monday by that Wednesday they was telling me you know um so your date is the 29th they, I scheduled for the 29th they was like you're gonna come in this time, you know, for sure that you cannot eat or drink nothing um, after midnight. So I knew once midnight hit, I was not allowed to eat or drink anything um, because I was going into surgery. Um, 
preparing for surgery was so annoying. I had to literally quarantine myself so that I did not catch COVID um, because you do have to take a COVID test. Well, I did at that time, had to take a COVID test prior to surgery. Um, I actually did it during the pre the, the pre-surgery physical um took the COVID test and you know it came back negative um which I was so happy came back negative and basically I prepared for surgery during the pre-surgery um during the pre-surgery physical they do give you a um a wash you have to wash your entire um chest area because that is the area that they are going to be working on um the night before and the morning of so the night before i had to wash my um my area my chest area in this antibacterial wash i also then that morning had to wash it um with that wash again i could not put on no lotion no nothing like that um just wash it and then come in for surgery when you are going to surgery you do have to wear something button up so make sure you get some button up pajamas i do advise you wear something comfortable because baby after surgery you want to wear something comfortable so i had some silk um blue pajamas they were pants and i also had um the button up top um i did buy me some compression bras even though my hospital gave me three to go home with i did buy some um so that was the start of the journey but baby that was only the beginning okay um like i said i am going to do a part two on the actual surgery um for the first like what to expect um after the surgery how long the surgery took how much they took off my um breast um what a FNG is all that up until now and how the um how this you know the the symptoms and stuff that I have now because there are some things I'm still dealing with you know that is related to the surgery even though I had the surgery in October 2021 and it is January 2023 so um come back for part two <laughs>